the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We got the tongues. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Day Spring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave, Hyde Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 178 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen to today's message from Pastor David. It was an act of humility for the son to submit unto the will of the father in letting John the Baptist baptize him. And because he humbled himself, respected the father, obeyed the father, and went through that act of baptism, which also meant everything about his death, his resurrection, his full obedience, total obedience to the father. The father was so proud of him. In fact, the Holy Spirit puts it in another way in Luke 9.35. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved son. Hear him. Luke 9.35. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son. Hear him. This is the son of my love. Hear him. This is what it looks like, sounds like, and feels like when you please somebody. This is what it looks like, sounds like, and feels like when you please somebody. They will be so proud. Of the one who has pleased them. And they will say, You are my beloved. Here the father said, This is my beloved son. In him I'm well pleased. This is my beloved son. Hear him. Meaning, This is my son. Whatever he says to you, do it. He is my representative. I'm confident that whatever he says will be what I say. Whatever he says will be what I say. I trust him completely. He can speak on my behalf. Hear him, whatever he says, obey it. That's what I'm saying. I'm so proud of him. I know him. I've come to know him. I know him. Hear him. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners or in various ways. Hebrews chapter 1 says to us from verse 1. God who at sundry times or in various ways spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by his son. Whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. By inheritance, and not just by inheritance, by obedience, he has obtained a more excellent name 
than anyone. Not just by inheritance, but also by obedience. God, who at various times, in diverse manners, spoke in time past unto the fathers. He has in these last days spoken to us by his son. He has committed everything unto the son. In fact, the son says, my father has committed everything to my hands. Why? Because the son pleased the father. And the father said, everything is in your care. When we please anyone, they will do anything for us. When you please somebody, they become so excited. And they will do anything you ask them to do. Even if you don't ask them, they will also please you because you have pleased them. It's a win-win game. If you know how to play this game, so to say, if you know how to play it well with God and with men, you will do well in life. If you know what your boss likes, your boss likes people to come early to work. What are you going to do other than to come early to work? You're going to be there early. He hates people being late. So you're not going to be late. Your boss wants you wants people to submit their work on time. So what are you going to do? You're going to make sure you submit your work on time. Your boss likes people who will dress well, who will present well. What are you going to do? You're going to do the same. If you do that, when the time of evaluation comes, you can be sure to get a good evaluation. Amen. Because you have pleased that manager, that director very well. They will please you. You will be pleased. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes with men, and that's the way it goes with God. If you know this very well, again, you will win and win and win over and over again in life. You will win with men, you will win with God. This is what it sounds like, feels like, and looks like when someone is pleased. They are excited, they are happy, they are glad, they become committed and willing to do anything for you. Same thing with God. If we will please God, God becomes excited because God has emotions too. I don't know if you know that. That God has emotions. Amen? God has feelings. God gets angry. God gets excited. Rejoices. Over every sinner that repents, the scriptures say, the heavens rejoice. That includes God. The angels of God are happy. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like when someone is pleased? They will do anything for the one that has pleased them. They will brag about the one who has pleased them. They will be so proud of them. Now, listen to this. If you please someone who has power or authority over you, they will promote you. If you please someone who has power or authority over you, they will promote you. If you please a mate or a colleague or even someone who is under you in status, they will respect you. However, you cannot please someone unless you know what pleases them. We cannot please God unless we know what pleases him. How do you know what pleases someone? How do you get to know what pleases someone? If you stand afar off, if you live far away, if you are detached from them, separated from them, no communication, no contact, you're not going to know them. You're not going to know what pleases them. You don't know them, you don't know what pleases them. So how are we going to get to know what pleases God? It's by constant contact, constant contact, constant communication, by asking him, by observing communicating, opening up to him. When we open up to people, they will open up to us. When we open up to God, he will open up, to, open up to us. But a very pertinent question is this. Maybe somebody is already asking that question. Why do I have to please anybody anyway? Why do I have to please anybody anyway? I want to please myself. I don't want to please nobody. I want to please myself. Anybody saying that? I want to please myself. I don't care about pleasing anybody. 
If I please myself, that would be good. I'd rather make myself happy. I'd rather give myself pleasure than giving anybody pleasure. I will satisfy myself. If you really think about that, it actually becomes ugly. To say that you will satisfy yourself, you will please yourself, you, you will give yourself pleasure, is ugly. Not only that it doesn't go far enough, you will be displeased with, with yourself. Self-satisfaction actually ends up as pride. Just concentrating on your own thing about yourself, only about you, is pride. It blocks your view, blocks your understanding. It just doesn't help you to see anything other than yourself. You become your own God. In fact, in trying to please yourself, you're going to displease many people. Because in order for you to please yourself, you have to ignore other people. You have to step on other people. It's only the wise that will say, when whatever it is that I want, whatever it is that I desire, I give it. Because that is the royal law. Do unto others as you will like them to do unto you. That is the royal law. And that works anywhere. It works anywhere in the world. Do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. It's a powerful game. It's a powerful principle. Do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. Do it first. Then it will be done to you. You want love? Show love first. You want blessing? Bless somebody first. You want friendship? Show yourself friendly. Smile. A little smile will go a long way. Stop frowning your face. Amen? Oh, I don't have friends. Nobody loves me. Nobody gives me anything. Nobody remembers me. On my birthday, nobody calls me. How many people do you call on their birthday? Have you ever called anybody on their birthday? If you will call somebody on their birthday next year, you can be sure, you can be sure that they will call you. If they don't call you, some other person will call you. Because you might actually not get it from where you sow. You get it from anywhere. Amen. It's the royal law. Do unto others as you will like them to do unto you. So you don't want to be one of those that say, I don't have to please anybody. I just have to please myself. I don't care about what anybody feels. It's what I feel. It's, it's my own feeling. You say, I'm hurt. Oh, I'm not pleased. You're just focusing on yourself. Self-satisfaction leads to pride. Self-satisfaction hands up in pride. Pride is a terrible thing. Pride is a terrible thing. Remember again that we are looking at humility. If I didn't say that, we're looking at humility in the context of in him I'm well pleased. Or in the context of pleasing God. Humility. Humility. Last week we looked at obedience. So today we're looking at humility. Now you're not going To obey without humility. Humility comes before obedience. Without humility, you're not going to obey. There's no obedience. Humility precedes obedience. Also, humility precedes wanting to know anybody as to pleasing them. You want to know them because you want to please them. You want to know them because you you want to do them good or to do them well. You've got to have to humble yourself also. In fact, the desire to even want to please anybody is humility. So humility is key here. Before obedience is humility. If you are not humble, you're not going to obey anybody. It takes obedience to obey. Again, I said that pride is a terrible thing. The scripture says pride goes before a fall. 
Satan fell due to pride. Christ rose due to humility. Satan fell due to pride. Christ rose and rose up and was promoted because of humility. Pride is repugnant to God, but humility is pleasing to him. Pride is a complex. It will prevent you from learning, from listening. It will prevent you from obeying anyone. It will prevent you from obedience. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778, extension 2. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.